Well, hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of This Week in Carding. It is episode number 39, October the 25th, 2021. Much of the racing season capping off. A couple of big races, of course, still to come here over the last couple of months, national events. But otherwise, uh, majority of the of the racing is wrapped up. Uh, we will say hello to all those of you. Obviously, this, uh, this Week in Carding bringing all the information that made its way to the EKN homepage over the last couple of weeks. Perfect for listening on the way to the work, on the way home, whatever it may be. Again, at the end of the season, maybe you're getting that cart put away for the winter. Perfect opportunity in the garage to listen to uh, this podcast to kind of get up to speed on everything that's going on in karting. Uh, today's show presented by Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of countless drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Leading Edge Motorsports is the West Coast importer and factory team for IP karting, which manufactures the ultra-competitive Praga and Formula K chassis brands. In 2022, Leading Edge Motorsports will be trackside at the Scusa Pro Tour, Florida Winter Tour, United States Pro Kart Series, Stars Championship, California Pro Kart Challenge, and high-profile Rock Cup events. Contact us today to book your spot under the tent. Visit LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more info or find them on Facebook and Instagram. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. All right, David, lots of stuff going. Again, my name's Rob Howden. I'll introduce myself from the start here. David Cole. managing <laughs> What? Yeah. Who? What? I don't know. Managing editor David Cole piping in. <laughs> From his uh, studio in Grand Rapids, Michigan, David. Uh, again, weird. Just, you know, weird to say that the season's essentially done. Kind of watching the countdown to events like the Scusa Super Nationals in uh, in December, first week of December, and then push the reset button, do it all again in 2021. But uh, thankfully, it's been a pretty good season. Lots of news on this edition of uh, this week in Cardi. Yeah, looking to wrap up 2021 and move into the 2022 season. And again, it's going to start right away at the end of December. You have your annual WK Daytona Cart Week, and then you get into the all the winter programs that we have throughout the first three months of the season. And uh, yeah, so lots of lots of stuff going into uh, to wrap up this year's season, and then still uh, news and, and updates regarding next year's programs. Yeah, David, let's jump into something that's still happening this year, and we've been kind of lucky here in the U.S. The fact that um, you know, our racing really hasn't been affected that much by COVID this year, which it's been great. There is an event that's still kind of moving around. And that's the FIA Karting World Championship. It was initially going to be in Brazil, David, but because of the COVID-19 pandemic and how things are still kind of sketchy down in Brazil, the FIA elected to move that event to Spain. Yeah, it's and it's really tough for, for drivers and teams and all the industry members to be able to go and move pick up and move everything to another continent. It's yeah. that's kind of really the the reality of it. And I'm I'm sure not even just COVID, but also shipping. You know, we're seeing that worldwide right now being a, a, a really tough uh situation because obviously trying to get all the equipment from the factories there. In, in Europe to the world championships is, was, is certainly an issue as well. So a lot of different things, but mostly due to the pandemic, uh, still hitting hard Brazil hard. It looks like, you know, I don't ha really have the figures there, but as yeah, you said either. here in the U S we've been lucky, you know, we haven't had, uh, e events canceled or anything, uh, negative towards it, but we do, we have lacked that, that international flavor, uh, that we've seen so many years 
previously True. in some of the national programs and national events that we had. Now we're going into some of the, you know, the bigger events towards the end of the year. You know, are, are we going to get any kind of influx of, of international drivers or just the fact of drivers that have either USA uh, access or, or even Canadian access. Now that we have the Canadian border open, I, yeah. I expect to see a lot of Canadians coming into the U S to come get, uh, those, those finale events. But yeah, it's, um, for, for the world championship, it's, it's good to, you know, again, it's, I mean, everything's based in Europe. I mean, in all reality, let's not, you know, beat around the bush on that. That's everything's it. based in Europe and, and it's, it's a smart move. Let's wait until we can get a proper world championship in, in Brazil done. So the move to Carton Capitos in Spain, October 29 to 31, this coming weekend. David, this past weekend, there was actually a, a warm-up weekend as well, the Champions of the Future running at the facility. Yeah, we actually had a driver from the U.S. running under the French flag, uh, Enzo Delini, actually winning the OK Junior uh, race this past weekend for the Champions yeah, of the Future. Exciting. So. Uh, yeah, it'd be great to see him flying under the uh, the USA banners, but we still can call him uh, part of Team USA. Uh, here, as he got what two, I think two championships at Challenge in the Americas, and and you know did a lot of LACK racing at Cal Speed and other programs along the West Coast there when he was based in California. Almost won the Super Nationals a couple of years ago as well. That photo finish with Kai Sorensen, right? Yeah, correct. That's so. that's uh, another another uh, accolade to his CV, but. Uh, yeah, I we haven't been I haven't been able to pinpoint. I forgot to make a list of all the USA drivers that are going to be there. I, we know uh, Enzo is going to be among them, along with Kai Sorensen uh, in junior, along with a few others. I believe Mateus Orwella, yeah, uh, from Paralyn is going to be part of that uh, that good program that's under Paralyn right now with teammates with Enzo and a few others. We'll we'll kind of have more coverage as the week goes along and and the weekend of how the uh, USA drivers are doing there. And I think you'll be able to tune in live, right? They got live coverage online. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, live timing right. live. Uh, it's on Facebook, on YouTube, yeah. uh, all, you know, that's uh, the FIA certainly has the, the ability to abilities to do that. And so did champions of the future. They were, we were able to watch uh, those races streamed live along with what we just watched uh, the IAMI warrior final along with rock cup super final as well to those those events just wrapped up this past couple of weeks. Indeed, yeah. Let's uh, move from the World Championships on this edition of This Week in Karting. Talking about Supercarts USA, they have coming up with some pretty interesting information. Changing uh, the approach for a couple of different shifter categories. They were going to run a KZ class and a pro shifter class with the SSE. They decided to combine it into the pro shifter category, both KZ and SSE engines running at 390 pounds. We saw this on the horizon when they talked about opening up the mini swift division. We were like, well, they're not going to add another session to, to each yep. day. Uh, we, we, so we had this, we had this on the horizon looking at it and, and really it's due to a lot of the feedback from the competitors and obviously, you know, the data that they've kind of taken in on, on the differences and, and similarities to the KZ and the SSE engines and how they can make both engine packages run together. Uh, and I think it's just, you know, as we saw at the Pro Tour, it's it's feasible to run them together, let them let them race and, and see what happens. And, and you know, again, let the teams and drivers, you know, dictate what engines they want to run and, and kind of go from there. The the great part about it, though, is the contingency programs that SCUS is going to put for, 
forward. Yeah, talk about, well, let's, let's talk first. Again, I mentioned Pro Shifter running with KZ and SSE. Same combination for the Master Shifter drivers. They're going to run at 405 pounds. Big money up for grabs, as always. $10,000 to win in the Pro Shifter category. $5,000 for second, $2,000 for third. $3,000 up for grabs for pole. But David, talk a little bit about that contingency program. A little more money up for grabs if you're running one of those IAMI SSE engines. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is for... Uh, I believe for the pole position, it's going to be $2,000 extra if you are uh, competing with the IAMI SSE engine. And then if you were to win on Super Sunday, added to the ten grand that you would already win, you would get another $5,000. So a $15,000 day, a possibility of walking away with $20,000 just for winning the pole and the main event on Super Sunday. Uh, Scoos has been doing a great job with their, their graphics on social media, doing the countdown, right? And it's every time I see it come up on my on my feed, I'm like, man, I can't believe it's that close. I think 37 days away now, as you and I record here, uh, this edition of This Weekend Carding. So 37 days to go. Super Nationals, uh, again, as we said, the opening weekend of December, David, should be excited. And you did mention the fact that they expanded Mini Swift uh, into, into another group to go up to 80. So it's going to be a huge Mini Swift field. Yeah, that's going to be opened up to the 88 number along with uh, KA100 Senior uh, and KA, or I'm sorry, uh, X30 Junior and K or X30 Senior. So we have four divisions that are opened up to that 88 mark. All the rest will be capped off at the 44 mark that they put in for Pro Shifter, Master Shifter, X30 Master, Micro Swift, and KA100 Junior. I expect KA100 Junior to certainly sell out. We've seen yeah. a number of drivers uh in that category throughout the season we'll see i i think we could get up to the close to that 88 mark in the k100 senior division i agree yeah 24th edition of the super nationals of course on hiatus last year due to covid good to see everybody getting back to the rio this year really excited to get there once again it's uh, obviously been a uh, kind of that final race of the year that uh, i'm always so excited about we all are uh updated schedule is available on the supercarts usa website now that mini swift has been expanded so have a look at that if you want to fight figure out which group you're in David, let's cap off this uh, first segment of this weekend carding episode 39 here on October 25th with an update for the SimCraft 24 Hours of NOLA. This is an event that came in a couple of years ago. Very exciting to have this kind of really cool high-level 24-hour event. This year it's going to happen December 2nd to 5th at NOLA Motorsports in Avondale, Louisiana. Should be another fantastic 24-hour event. It should be, you know, it, it's had some hurdles here and there, you know, thankfully in 2020, it was completed before the COVID-19 yeah. uh, pandemic hit. So it got, you know, it, they've had over a year now to, to plan for the 2021 edition, obviously some scheduling issues with uh, the movement of the Petit Le Mans at Road Atlanta, where a number of the, uh, the staff and competitors are, are competing and are going to be there in at Road Atlanta. So that forced the date, the, the date to move from November to December. Unfortunately, when Supercarts USA was forced to move their date, it ended up being on the same uh, weekend. So that's kind of opened things up a little bit. Some teams aren't able to compete due to the scheduling conflict. So that's allowed uh, some of the teams who have already uh, entered and paid for looking to sell their spots. Uh, also individuals, some teams are looking for individuals to, to help fill up uh, their rosters as well. So still time for people to be part of this 24 hour event at Nola Motorsports Park. 
Yeah, the, the race will be partnering with Cajun Navy Relief to raise funds for Hurricane Ida assistance. If you're looking for more information and maybe you want to connect with one of the teams, you can get right right in contact with the, the guys at the series or the event itself. They'll help uh, connect you with current teams, as David said, selling their spots. There are still entries available for the 50 spots available for this year's SimCraft 24 Hours of NOLA. And again, online, 24hrsofnola.com. Uh, and, of course, SimCraft24 on social media. Uh, all right. You know, we're getting to the point right now. We're talking a lot about 2022, and that's really what's going to dominate this next section of this week in karting. Stay with us. When we get back, we're going to talk about the schedule for the Challenge of the Americas, the Route 66 Sprint Series, and the Cup Karts North America program as well. They've made some adjustments for 2022. Don't go anywhere. More to come on this edition of This Week in Karting. Lamont. Daytona, Sebring. The most legendary endurance races in the world where man and machine push the limits of physics in an attempt to beat their competition and the clock. Are you ready to take on this challenge yourself? Well, the SimCraft 24 Hours of NOLA karting event returns for 2021 with USAC Karting. And this year, the event will tackle the popular and challenging NOLA Motorsports in New Orleans, Louisiana. This year's event will take place on December 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. With the field already exploding after the 2020 edition, there are only four entry spots remaining for the field of 50. It's going to be an exciting event with factory and dealer-supported entries from CRG, TB Cart, Praga Cart, Margay, Mac Minarelli, Burrell Art, and Tony Cart. Don't miss your chance to race in the biggest 24-hour kart race in the Americas. To register your team, head to 24hrsofnola.com to find the rules and event schedule. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life, as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market. But when you're karting to win, it boils down to one thing. You, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. And you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Allen Rudolph with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. 
Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Welcome back to another eCardiNews.com podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, episode 39 of This Week in Carding. And David, let's jump into some of the news that, again, has made its way to the eCardiNews.com homepage. The Challenge of the Americas confirming the tracks for their 15th season. The events, of course, coming in January, February, and March. Yeah, looking to get back with those at the Challenge of the Americas, Andy Saisman and his entire crew that are set to do a 15th season. Unbelievable yeah. that, it's, that it's come this far. Uh, we were both at the the announcement. I remember at 2007. We were. Rotax, U.S. Rotax Grand Nationals in uh, Centennial, Colorado. Uh, it's amazing to see how far uh, this program has come from that point. Uh, certainly among the, the top uh, West Coast events or programs and uh, is going to be uh, kicking things off January 28th through the 30th at Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. So back to Tucson. It's been a couple years. I want to say at least two uh, that we've that we haven't been there uh, and excited to uh, to get kick the season off there in the desert in Tucson. Such a great racetrack as a as a as a commentator to be able to call races there. So many passing opportunities at Muscleman Honda Circuit, which is fantastic. Again, yeah, looking forward to getting back to Tucson for sure. Just as a note as well, Challenge of the Americas, all the events, the final weekend of the of that month. So Feb- January 28th to 30th. February 25, 26, 27. David will head back to the Phoenix Kart Racing Association in Glendale, Arizona. Been one of the kind of you know, foundation uh, uh, venues for the for the challenge and always put on great racing there as well. Yeah, not too far away from California. So it helps to uh, to get those uh, those drivers and teams yeah. from California over there and allow, you know, even some of the the Texas and Colorado certainly to come down and Utah all for them to come down. And they're going to be going to a newly, I guess, not resurfaced, but a uh, coated track or recoated track with uh uh, they have, uh, I, don't, I guess it's, it's a sealant that they put over top okay. of the entire facility. So, uh, uh, you know, that's going to be something new when we get back there, uh, in fe- at the end of February for the rounds three and four of the challenge in America's yeah, a lot of momentum for this program as well. Every year since moving to the rock cup program, it's kind of got, you've been, been building and building 10 to 15% growth with the border now opening back up to get Canadians to come back down. I would not be surprised to see 150 entries at all these races. The finale, March the 25th, 26th, 27th, Sonoma Raceway. It's been the traditional finale. Back into the last weekend of March, David will cap things off at Sonoma this year and to see who who ends up being the Challenge of the Americas champions. Yeah, the final two rounds will be contested there in Sonoma, one of the most picturesque racetracks, karting tracks that you'll ever go to. Uh, you know, the move to March, hopefully we'll avoid the rain. Uh, I believe, uh, you know, the last few times have not been bad, have, uh, been good weather. 
So we hopefully we can con continue that trend uh, when we wrap up uh, the, the the series there and crown, crown the, the 2022 champions that year. And of course, eCardiNews.com will be there for all three events to provide our ECAN trackside live coverage presented by Cooper Tires. Looking forward to once again working with Andy Sazeman and his crew. More involved, though, with the FTK Promotions Program, not just the Challenge of the Americas, but a couple of years ago, Andy launching the California Rock Championship based on input from his team saying, hey, we really need a summer series as well. We'd like to have that. It's been evolving over the last couple of years, kind of moving back to the, the Challenge of the Americas format. This past year was kind of a one-rate, one-day deal, uh, but back to the, the two rounds per weekend. They'll start the first uh, event for the summer series, the California Rock Championship, May 2021-22 at Cal Speed Karting in Fontana. And then, David, you and I will be heading out to Pat's Acres, uh, the second round of that three-race series, June 24, 25, 26, uh, back at Canby, Oregon, EK and Trackside live coverage from Pat's Acres. Yeah, they made their debut there this this past uh, summer. It was a huge success. Uh, a lot of teams, a lot of competitors were happy to make that trip there. And then those in the Northwest were happy that a lot of people came and and took part at uh, one of the most historic racetracks in the area. Yeah. Uh, so it's exciting. You get to go back there. You've been there multiple times. <laughs> I've never been able to get there. So You've, it'll be it'll, right. It'll be one off the yeah, bucket yeah. list for me. You're going to love uh, it. And again, it's it's going to be just that that cool atmosphere. You know, there's a lot of people camping there, uh, hanging out, having a good time each night after the racing's done. It's an amazing racetrack, and you know, Andy and the, and his crew always do an amazing job. So two two full days of racing at uh, at a very historic racetrack. Yeah, I love Pat's Acres. It's been probably I want to see. I think I went the first year I went there was 1999 with the Supercars USA Pro Moto Tour. Love the place. Obviously, the Ager family, great friends of ours. So really looking forward to get, getting back to Pat's Acres. Nick Nick Tucker was a junior back then, wasn't he? Nick Tucker won the ADCC <laughs> Junior race at the the Pro Tour that that year. Yeah, indeed he was. He was <laughs> on a Mike Wilson chassis at that. Damn, you're uh, old. Yeah, I know, dude. I know, I know. Uh, finale for the California Rock Championship, August 26th, 27th, 28th. Sonoma Raceway once again. So a lot of great opportunities, David, for rock racers uh, to run on the on the West Coast. Uh, FTK Promotions, of course, with the Challenge of the Americas, January, February, March. And then the California Rock Championship, May, June, and August. And, of course, you've got some Rock Fest events. You've got uh, the, the club program at Sonoma. Then, of course, uh, you know, Rock Vegas at the end of the year. If you're a West Coaster, there's a lot of opportunity to run rock every single month out of the year there's yeah. no doubt about that any place as you said from club level all the way to this uh you know national international level there's a uh, plenty of opportunities for rock racers all over the west coast and with tickets to be able to go to the rock super final as well up for grabs so yeah that'll be cha again challenging america's champions in those categories uh will have the opportunity to win tickets to that along with tickets to the rock vegas event as well for 2022 I'm assuming we're assuming that Andy hasn't really announced that, but True. we're just going to, we're, we're just going to announce it for him. We're dropping it in for him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then again, for the California rock championship, I believe all those champions in 2021 got tickets to the, or at least entries into the rock Vegas event yeah. this, uh, this November. So let's come East David and talk about the route 66 series. You talk about, uh, you know, 15 seasons for the challenge of the Americas route 66 has been around for a long time as well. I can't, I don't even know exactly how many years you may be able to bring it out, but easily one of the longest running series on the East coast. And they were now announced their 2022 schedule as well. 
Yeah, it's getting close to the 20-year mark yeah. for the Route 66 Sprint yeah. Series. I'm not exactly sure on the number. I'll have to go back and double-check on that. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to have four events for the 2022 season. It's, uh, you know, they 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 like, they're getting that mentality of less is more. Yeah. And it's a, it's a good thing because, as we know, living here in the Midwest, it's a, it's a busy, busy season in the summertime. So, uh Everything begins April 9th through the 10th, Newcastle Motorsports Park, uh, Newcastle, Indiana. Always a good opening event for the Route 66 Sprint Series program to begin there in Newcastle. Uh, they'll move into the June month of June, 18th through the 19th at Wolf Paving Raceway, home of the Badger Kart Club in Dallasman, Wisconsin. Another great historic facility as well. Yeah, from there, August 6th and 7th at Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati in Batavia, Ohio. That's the uh, facility run by the Bailiff family and Trinity Karting Group. And that's a, that's a place I think it's going to be really one of the jewels of karting in the Midwest as they continue to, to add upgrades to the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. And the finale, uh, September 3rd and 4th, Kart Circuit Autobahn at the Autobahn Country Club in Joliet, Indiana. We'll cap things off on Labor Day weekend. Yeah, Tim Coyne of Route 66 Sprint Series had a chance to stop over in uh, in Cincinnati uh, on his way to Mooresville for the uh, USPKS finale. Got a great opportunity to see firsthand exactly what's been going on at the Motorsports Country Club, all the different planning that's going on for the future of the facility, and they're just really happy to be able to bring that series into the state of Ohio. Yeah, I like the fact that they're going to be able to bring more people in from Cincinnati. I think that's going to be a fantastic facility moving forward. Uh, let's jump now into the final one. As I said, this entire kind of segment of this week in karting, all about schedules for 2022. David, a bit of an adjustment from the schedules announced by uh, Cup Karts North America, but they do have the schedule out for their North Series, their South Series, as well as the Grand Nationals. Uh, let's, th- let's kick things off with the North Series, a TBA for the opening round in, in April. Yeah, these... The uh, 2022 schedule actually was released during the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals yeah. 5 at Newcastle Motorsports Park at the beginning of October. So just a few weeks ago, uh, they did make some adjustments to some of the dates on the northern schedule. Uh, the opener, April 22nd through the 24th, uh, not changed that same weekend. They still not have released the actual facility and racetrack that they'll be at. Uh, what they did do is they did move the second event June th- to to the weekend of June 3rd, 4th, and 5th, still at the Concept Haulers Motor Speedway. So that will be the uh, the second event. And then they also moved the uh, third event, which is going to be now on July 15th through the 17th at the U.S. Air Raceway in Shawano, Wisconsin. So those are kind of the two dates that they did move. The series finale for the Northern, Northern Division will still be at Michiana Raceway Park on August 19th, 19th through the 21st. So coming into the sixth Grand Nationals this year, last year they launched the Spring Nationals at Charlotte, which was massive at the newly repaved track at Charlotte Motor Speedway. David, they add another event to the program now, the Winter Nationals, December 31st to January the 2nd. Essentially, it's a you're going to Florida to celebrate New Year's Eve. Uh, 103rd Street Sports Complex, which is essentially Jacksonville, uh, the track there for the Winter Nationals. That kicks things off for the South Series, plus it's a standalone as well. Yeah, essentially it's going to be, they're going to count two of the big uh, three major races that they have as part of the South Division, as you said, with the inaugural Winter Nationals. So that's going to have the opportunity for the Northern drivers 
to go down, take part in uh, in the Southern Division, while again making the uh, the Winter Nationals a, uh, a, a one of the big majors. Again, one winner per major. So again, Winter Nationals only going to have one winner. Then they'll move to uh, February fourth through the sixth at Monticello Karting Club. That'll be a double round weekend where drivers will be able to go one round Saturday, one round Sunday. So their standard format. Uh, the second next event will be March 4th through the 6th. That's going to be the Spring Nationals. So the second annual Spring Nationals held at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. That, again, is going to be a one-off or a one-round event where there's going to be only one winner per category. Uh, again, so that'll be round four for the South Division. Then you'll have two more rounds uh, in NOLA Motorsports Park on May 13th through the 15th to uh, wrap up that South Division. And again, uh, the Cup Carts North America Grand National Six, the big one, uh, September 29th to October 1st at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Uh, right now, David, the schedule is still clear for me. I'm hoping I'm finally going to be able to make my return to that event because I, to to say I was a little jealous of what happened this past year, uh, this past October, most definitely. Uh, but this event's going to explode even more for for 2022. You you missed out on the rain racing. I mean, I, dude, I, you know I love racing in the rain. You know that. I, I, you know, I, I, that one session that we really got downpoured on, I, I thought that was a fun, I love fun it. session. I wish we could have got more because I would have been a little bit more aggressive in the second one. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I will say I was quicker than you in the rain. The, the one time we did you were, do it hundred uh, percent. You were, I, I, I have no doubt you'll, you'll get better this time around. I used to be fast in the rain. I was not, <laughs> I, used to, I used to be good. <laughs> I used to be fast. I don't know. The older I get, the faster I was, I guess. Well, you, you got to believe that there's going to be rain that weekend. Yeah. No yeah. matter what it's yeah, Indiana. Gonna get, you need to get used to that. All right, folks, let's uh, again, great stuff for schedules for 2022, you know, just big stuff for, for cup carts, North America, what they've been able to bring to the Briggs and Stratton four cycle community uh, in terms of major events. I think it's been huge. It's one of the things that's helping to drive 206 racing all over. We get back after this break, we're going to jump in to talk a little bit about the Mazda club racing factory team. Ecardinews.com was able to nominate a number of drivers to be part of a shootout to run a, a, as part of the factory team in a spec uh, NX5 car, or spec Miata car for next year. We'll talk about the drivers that uh, were able to get brought into that, the final group, and then the drivers who end up being the winners. We'll also talk about another Formula One driver adding his name to a cart line, and we'll cap things off and talk about an American-made tire uh, finding a, uh, a shop out in the Pacific Northwest, essentially, uh, to, to sign up there. So stay with us. More to come, folks, here on this edition of This Week in Karting. 2019 marked a new era for the Cartlift brand. The company that Tim Coyne owned and operated since 2003, one with a long tradition of quality products for the karting industry, was purchased by Ted Fashing and his business, Stockholm Karting Center, in October of 2019. Stockholm Karting Center Inc. has added the Cartlift brand to their very successful Triple T Race Products brand that has been fabricating parts for the drag racing industry for the past 25 years. We're small enough where the owner answers the phone and every call is important to us, but we're large enough to get the job done. We pride ourselves on the quality and personal customer service that we provide on the phone or at the track. Cartlift stands, as you know, can be found at racetracks all over the country. If you race alone or if you're a parent with a cadet or junior driver, let our one-man winch lift make your race days easier. Position the hooks under the rear bumper Push the button and your cart is raised into position and you're ready to go. 
We have traditional card stands, single upright storage stands, cart lift stackers for storing two carts at once, tire changers, and skid plate kits. Cart lift stands are available at the finest cart shops around the country, or you can order online at cartlift.com. For more information, give us a call at 877-777-8020. That's 877-777-8020. Get a cart lift and leave your crew at home. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store, and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network and another edition of This Week in Karting. Uh, David Cole and myself, Rob Howden, going through some of the news that made its way to the EKN homepage. David, last year, I think I was in Indianapolis when I actually got a phone call from David Cook from Mazda uh, Motorsports asking us, Icardi News, to provide him with a list of carters for a brand new factory team shootout. Essentially taking carters, bringing them all together, given an opportunity to potentially shoot out for uh, a what is a spec Miata Teen Challenge program. Uh, last year, Alex Berg and Bryson Morris able to win those. They, they performed exceptionally well and were able to win a bunch of races. Doing it again this year, which was great. We provided them with a bunch of names, David. Everything's all said and done. They had uh, kind of online interviews. They had to pr produce a video. And then it kind of whittled its way down to, I think, nine drivers. And then they had a shootout uh, uh, this past week to find out who was going to win the two uh, rides to be part of the Mazda Club Racing Factory team. We, I'll let you go through the names because, you know, it's for us to be able to pick the guy. It's, it's tough to 
you know, you know you're leaving a couple drivers off, but man, I thought we came up with such a great list of drivers. And David, we both got the email from David Cook. Uh, they were really, really pleased with the quality of the individuals we sent this year. Yeah, there was a number of drivers that uh, were nominated to begin with, as you said, uh, giving them the first list to kind of go through. Yep. And as you said, do that interview process. Uh, and we kept adding names. They only asked for a certain amount and we kept adding names and they took them. Yeah. So uh, major props to Mazda and David Cook for doing that. Again, it's I think it's a lot easier if the pool is bigger and you can kind of help narrow it down. And and it's probably a really tough task for them to narrow it down to the nine that they did to bring to uh, Sebring International Raceway. But, uh, you know, we did our part in uh, in providing some solid names. Well, I'll kind of quick go through them real quick. Uh, Aiden Rudolph, Alex Bertignoli, Alexander Surley. Uh, Alex Stein, uh, Stanfield, uh, Annie Rule, Blake Nash, Chase Hand, Christian Miles, Dalton Haynes, G Gavin Bailiff, Hannah Greenemeyer, Hayden Jones, Jace Park, Jeremy Fletcher, Macy Williams, Nate Cicero, Noah Baker, Nolan Allison, Paul Bucuse, uh, Paulie Massimito, Thomas Annunziata, and Weston Workman. So a number of those drivers we see uh, throughout the season at uh, different races, you know, uh, West coast, East coast, South, North, all over the place. A number of them, you know, junior drivers, senior drivers. That's again, when you have a pool like that, there's just so many different names that you could put in. Yeah. Again, you, you look at there, right? And how many, how many races have been won by these drivers on both national, regional club level, whatever it may be. Uh, so they all went into the pool. They all worked with Mazda, had to come up with a video uh, to talk about who they were, what they, what they did. They had a chance to work with, uh, uh, with both David Cook. Uh, Max Pappen was, was involved. A lot of people involved in the Mazda program were together. The drivers, they ended up electing to come to the shootout, a two-day shootout, actually, at the Sebring, as David had mentioned last week, were Alexander Searle, Annie Rule, uh, Gavin Bailiff, Hannah Greenmeyer, Nate Cicero, Nolan Allison, Paulie Massimino, Thomas Annunziata, and Weston Workman. Of course, all those in alphabetical order by their first names. Those were the drivers that were able to then go to the track, actually get in to and the Spec Miatus, get out there and pound laps down, and not only just getting on track, David, but every time you're out of the car – you're still getting judged because they're interacting with Max and everybody else sits there. Uh, last year's one of last year's MX five uh, cup scholarship winners, Chris Nunes was part of it. There was a lot of Mazda people there. And so inside, outside the car, every, every time that you were there, you were being kind of judged and, and reviewed. And in the end, the nine drivers that were there, super, super impressive. Two drivers though, coming away as the winners. Yeah. A number of different judges, as you said, driver coaches. So anytime mm -hmm. you sat down going over data, you know, that was looked at, that exactly. was, that was assessed. Uh, anytime you spoke with some of the sponsors, uh, you know, obviously the different people from Mazda that were there, uh, on hand to watch over, you know, representatives from BF Goodrich tires, uh, pageant racing, I believe is uh, yep. involved with, uh, with the program as well. So number of different people there, Michelin as well too. So a number of different, uh, people there to kind of, to talk with and, and again, while you're talking, they're, they're kind of grading you. It, it's, it, it's an exam. It's, you know, it's a test. It's, it's to, uh, to kind of see if you're able to represent 
uh, not only the name of, Ma- of Mazda, but their their brands as well, too. So, yeah, uh, you, you mentioned fr- from Michelin and BF Goodrich, Pete Calhoun, good friend of mine. And again, every time last year, I had a chance to talk with him about the quality of the drivers we sent. And I'm sure I'll speak with him again uh, later. But in the end, David, two drivers were selected. Before we talk about these, yeah, we'll come back afterwards. The two drivers selected for the fact the club racing factory team, Nate Cicero and Weston Workman. Those are the drivers that stood out in front of the crowd. I know, I know in talking to David, there was it was tough. There were some you know, really good drivers coming down to the end and, and both inside the car and outside the car. But Nate Cicero and Weston Workman getting selected this year for Mazda's club racing factory team. Yeah, Weston Workman was actually selected as one of the nine finalists last year. Uh, so a second time around for him got to uh, to come up with uh, with the victory in a sense for yeah, him. Right. Uh, and then Nate Cicero, again, another driver we've seen progress uh, throughout the season in that X30 senior division uh, under the, under the Rolleston performance group tent. So, uh, you know, a number of national champions that they've been able to produce with Bryson Morris, Ryan Norberg, and now Hannah Greenmeyer. Yeah. And then you add in Nate Cicero earning this honor as well. And where I was going to go with this one, I, I, let's kind of just off offside. Not only was it the spec MX five shootout, Mazda obviously did its entire MX-5 shootout as well, where they brought top drivers in from MX-5 racing and, uh, and Spec Miata racing in to be able to run for the shootout. And none other than Connor Zilich walking away with the MX-5 scholarship as well to move him uh, to, to give him some funding to go into the MX-5 Cup again next year. Yeah, hundred or $110,000 to go towards his uh, racing next season. Yeah. Runner-up Bryce Cornett of Norman, Oklahoma, a former Carter as well. And That's then right. you add in, uh, the, uh, the female racer, uh, women initiative, women's initiative scholarship for $75,000 going to Laura Hayes, Laura Hayes, who actually now lives in North Carolina, grew up in Northern California, actually finished second at one year at the, uh, super nationals one year. Yeah. In the ADCC junior, right. Uh, on behind a top, Connor on, De Felipe on a top cart, on a top cart. Yep. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Yeah. So again, a lot of the, the Cardi connections, but, but shout out to Nate Cicero and Weston Workman and to all of the drivers that we nominated to, to the Mazda shootout in the end, congrats to the winners. But for us, it's the feedback that we get from Mazda and David Cook saying, Hey, listen, guys, you, we like, we really appreciate it. The quality of the drivers, he, they, you know, David, uh, David Cook even said to us this year was even higher than last year. So that, that's, that speaks volumes. I think people, some of the guys that were there last year got a chance to understand it and improve. Like they, you know, try to improve what they needed to improve. I would assume there'll be some guys that come back again next year for the nominations, but uh, I'm really proud of, of how our drivers performed at this shootout. Yeah, it shows to the uh, the strength of of karting right now and how good we have, uh, how good the the competition level truly yeah. is at the national and regional levels with with all these great drivers that uh, we're able to choose from. So let's jump into another little piece of news. Uh, you know, we've got the we've got the Ricardo cart. <laughs> you know, there's the Kubica. There was there's the uh, the Alonso. Well, we got a new one, David Lando Norris. Uh, who obviously now uh, one of the top drivers in Formula One has uh, has worked with OTK Kart Group to launch a brand new kart, the LN Racing Kart. Yeah, the 2013 FIA European Karting Champion, WSK Euro Series Champion that year as well, not to mention 2014 FIA Karting World Champion in the KF division. Uh, no stranger to karting. Uh, you know, he Lando Norris is certainly making a name for himself in Formula One. Uh, among the most popular drivers, I would say, uh, throughout the paddock, uh, is coming back to his roots, uh, really enjoys, uh, 
enjoyed the, his carting time, obviously is certainly successful and now is working with the OTK cart group to, to launch the LN racing cart, which is, uh, really, uh, a bright blue and flu yellow. That's, well, uh, just really stands out. The interesting thing too, is, uh, the, the cart will actually make its debut in international racing in 2022 with Ricky Flynn motorsport, which is ironically the team that he raced with when he was winning his national his, his international championships as well. So I, I like that connection. And it, that begs that begs to be, uh, they asked, where is it going to land? You, you potentially think in North America, David, you, you saw 140,000 people trackside on Sunday, uh, at the circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas, formula one is unbelievably big here right now. Thanks to the drive to survive Netflix show. And, and those who have been, loved formula one for a long time, the amount of people there, that's, you know what, obviously Landon Norris, big name, international motorsports. We wonder, you know, who's going to pick up that LN brand here in North America. Well, I would assume it'd be coming through OTK USA. Um, you know, yep. there still hasn't been any information regarding, uh, the distribution of the chassis as of yet, you know, again, still going through uh, homologation processes. So I think once all that has been uh, determined and the manufacturing starts uh, getting underway for, you know, the full scale of the chassis line, I think we'll learn more. I uh, uh, learn more about it through uh, OTK USA. Exactly that. Stay tuned to eCardi News, all our social channels. Once that uh, comes out, we'll let you know. Uh, last but not least, in this section of this weekend carding, learning from CKR USA out in Idaho that they have become a new uh, dealer, actually Northwest distributor, starting in 2022 for Hoosier tires. Yeah, hitting the uh, a new era area. Uh, for Hoosier Tires with CKR USA, adding the Hoosier brand to uh, their long list of uh, products and and uh, services that they provide out out of uh, Idaho, uh, certainly have a a good grasp of what's going on in the Northwest region. And uh, and again, the Hoosier Tire we're seeing really grow. We've seen growth throughout the Midwest, now hitting along the East Coast and hitting down towards the South and. And making its way over into uh, the west side of the, uh, the of the USA. Yeah, so look, go to uh, www.ckr-usa.com uh, to connect with the guys at CKR USA. But James O'Brien and his crew there doing a great job building their program. Uh, full brick and mortar shop up there in Idaho, and we see them in a number of races as well. So, obviously, uh, I'm sure we'll see them down potentially either at uh, at the Rock Vegas event or Super Nationals. I'm not sure which one they're heading to. Potentially Rock Vegas, uh, but yeah, great, great program, great people at CKR USA. Yeah, excited to uh, to see what uh, what comes from that. Obviously, competitors are able to uh, to get with CKR USA and order tires directly through them. And then, as, you, as we said, uh, you know, working with uh, different dealers and tracks and clubs throughout the region. So let's uh, go to our final break in this edition of this weekend carding. When we get back, David and I will kind of wrap up all the editorial, everything you've seen on eCardingNews.com. That way, if you've missed it, you can go back and pick it up. Uh, obviously easy to just skim through the website itself or go to our podcast after this break we'll give you a lineup of everything that's still available on ecardingnews.com made in the usa that's exactly what you get from precision carding technologies based in detroit michigan pkt brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of carding their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid cart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. 
PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpre chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xfree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and Drive Services, Cart preparation and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. It's time to wrap up this edition of This Week in Karting, episode number 39. David, a lot of editorial. EKN editorial getting kicked out, a lot of race reports. You did a little throwback Thursday. Uh, let's just talk about some of the race reports because there's been a lot of racing going on to cap off the season. A lot of stuff to uh, that we uh, had over the last month to to cover. Uh, that includes the uh, the Rotax US Trophy Series West program. Uh, both reports from Colorado and Phoenix. So that uh, that program has 
gotten up off the ground and completed with their two rounds of racing and uh, handing out tickets to the uh, the Rotax Grand Finals set for Bahrain in December. Indeed. So uh, we'll be able to uh, to follow a number of drivers from the uh, the west side of the country uh, racing overseas at the Olympics of karting. Very excited to see uh, that event return again in 2021. Uh, race reports from California Pro Kart Challenge, both their Willow Springs and Cal Speed events. So that program wrapped up with the final two rounds of the 2021 season. Uh, and we have both of those reports available, along with the race report with the uh, Route 66 Sprint Series finale at the Badger Kart Club, the Wolf Paving Raceway up in Dousman, uh, West Wisconsin. So uh, got to uh wrap up uh the 2021 season for them and to and to crown this year's champions yeah same goes for the uh texas sprint racing series they had their fall finale cap things off there david filed a report there the one thing i love david when uh, of course long beach grand prix of long beach was the uh, final round of the ntt indycar series this year and right before that happened you did a throwback thursday david uh and the cool thing was a lot of great images you know and a, and a great article just on the the time back in the day back in the day the official time zone uh when actual karting <laughs> was part of long beach was part of that event uh talking about scott pruitt lynn haddock and the cool thing was i know that will salisbury who now does social media for chip ganassi racing actually showed scott pruitt the coverage trackside while they were there. And Scott thought that was pretty cool to have a little throwback to the, the, the times when, when, when karting was one of the big things at, at the Grand Prix of Long Beach. It was. And again, during when Formula One was actually there. So 1981 yeah. to 1985, I believe it was the first three years was with Formula One. And then 84 and 85 was when uh, IndyCar took over at the event. So, uh, yeah, it, it was an interesting time back then. Again, it, you, it was an invitational, so you had to earn your way there. It was lay down twin engine carts, so something that we rarely see except for when you do go road racing. Uh, and again, there's probably maybe what I would probably say a couple dozen in the country alone that, that are running right now. So uh, it's a rare, it's it's very vintage now, but back then it was kind of the uh, the shifter carts before shifter carts came along. Yeah, very true, very true, and yeah, just a, a great coverage. I I delved in a little deeper on it and read a couple other articles online after you had posted that because I thought it was so interesting. And and it was you know the, the the PR guy from Bridgestone who really pushed it and, and was there to doing it. Absolutely and amazing thing too. Yeah, he was the announcer. Yeah, that was a he, cool. And he didn't know he was going to be the announcer. No. They just threw him in there and said, "Here, start talking." And well, uh, just such a great, a great storyline for sure. It was awesome. That's, that's uh, almost how the old days, that's how announcers became announcers. They just get thrown into it and it becomes their thing. Uh, you know, I think that's something that kind of happened with you as well. It happened too. to me too. Yeah. I was actually racing myself as a journalist and, and the announcer who, who, who ran everything up in, uh, in Canada, uh, had his own cart shop. Roy Bryden said, Hey, how do you know their names better than I do? Get up in the booth. <laughs> and that's essentially how it started. I literally have a picture on my desk here with myself, Mark Miller, and Tony Ventresca in the booth at Shannonville Motorsports Park. I think that was one of my first weekends uh, announcing, which is and crazy. Now we, and now we can't get you to stop. And now you can't get me to stop. <laughs> Capping off all the race reports. Uh, actually, uh, you were trackside for a couple of the other ones. Obviously, the uh, Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals, David was there racing and, and covering that one as well. But then, of course, David, you wrap things up. At the USPKS, the Carolina Grand Prix, the finale there, what a wild finish it was to see who was going to win the championships. The racing was tremendous, uh, but you ended up, uh, you ended up, uh, of course, providing all our EKN trackside live coverage that weekend. 
Yeah, that was our uh, first real true trackside race uh, since Rock Island Grand Prix. Yep. Yeah, you can kind of say we we covered Cup Carts, North America Grand Nationals five, but really it was kind of a focus on racing. So we'll we'll try and amp that up a little bit more <laughs> next year. It's easier when two of us are there racing true. rather Very than true. just one. So, you know. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, the USPKS finale was amazing. Uh, great racing all weekend long and, uh, got to crown this year's seven different, seven champions, six drivers, because, uh, Jeremy Fletcher was able to double up that weekend in the title chases. So, uh, great to, uh, to wrap up the ninth season for that program. Uh, of course, a couple of uh, driver of the months coming. We've got one that will be de- uh, deciding for October very soon, but driver of the month for August, the 20, uh, to August, 2021. Brandon Lemke, and for September, uh, the guy that really stood out for us uh, at the Rock Island Grand Prix this year, Michael Dittmer. Big uh, big weekend for, for Dittmer coming back to win, do some winning again. Yeah, not only a big month in September, but just a big 2021 season. Ended up winning the uh, CKNA North Division Championship. Won the Spring Nationals back in March at Charlotte Motor Speedway, and then ended up winning at the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals Five, all in the Masters Division. So, uh, truly pulled off a a triple crown for yeah. uh, the 2021 season. Uh, a lot of podcasts coming out, as you know, folks. Those who are fans of our podcast like to listen here on the EKN Radio Network. The first way to obviously listen to any of the content that we kick out after it goes on the EKN Radio Network, we turn it to podcasts. And, of course, then available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, all the other podcast outlets. Make sure you subscribe uh, to the podcast. and Give us a review as well while you're on there. We would appreciate that. David, a bunch of different podcasts coming out. This weekend, Carding, our last edition uh, was back in September the 14th. So, uh, actually, about six weeks ago. We've been so busy. I've, I've been on the road so much. And then we got jammed in doing a couple of, of our race coverage reports, as you said, the podcast, Cup Carts North America and the USPKS Carolina Grand Prix, the Outlap Preview, and of course, followed up by the debrief, uh, a lot of content coming out on the EKN podcast schedule. Yeah, we have plenty of podcasts. We're getting a lot of good uh, download numbers. Uh, so people are certainly enjoying it and having the opportunity to not only listen on the EKN Radio Network, but to to download it and listen to it whenever they, they choose to. We just got a message from Gary Osterholt this weekend that was listening to the USPKS uh, debrief that we did. And he agrees that the track limits there are terrible. What he said was, is he said it makes it rougher because you have to go over the rumble strips. So, you know, he's an old guy like us. He understands the, uh, that's not fun. A lot of stuff coming on EKN radio. Now I, I was gone essentially on the road for almost two straight months. I'm back. I'm kind of caught up a bit now, which is awesome. Um, do have a couple travel deals in November and December, obviously with the Supernats. But here's what you're going to see coming up. Obviously, this edition of This Week in Karting will be streaming on our 24-7 uh, radio station, the ECAN Radio Network. You, you can download the app to your mobile device if you haven't already done so, or you can do www.ecartingnews.com slash radio. 24-7 content on there. This week of This Week in Karting will be on. David, you're prepping the USPKS Carolina Grand Prix coverage. I believe that's that's, that's streaming playing, right now. Yeah, it? that's playing right, right now. now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Want to make um, sure we let people know. <laughs> I, I'm lining up a new face-to-face for our YouTube channel to talk to a couple of guys from the West Coast. Going to grab Donald Durbin to talk about the ICAP Grand Nationals, a successful event that happened just uh, uh, about a week ago, That as well as the finale weekends of the KPX Carding Championship. We'll talk to Kenny Manchester. He's going to join me. We're going to grab the uh, champions, or the the pardon me, the, the Mazda Spec MX-5 shootout winners. 
Uh, we'll get a hold of Western Workman and Nate Cicero. We're going to grab the, some of the champions from the USPKS. A lot of stuff coming out, David. I know that we're going to get some of our industry members pinned down to talk about the state of the sport as well. But you're going to see a lot of stuff coming out again on the YouTube channel, which will then turn into a podcast after that. Yeah, lots of stuff coming up. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned to EKN Radio Network. Again, 24 hours, seven days a week. Lots of, you know, again, if you're just sitting around doing nothing, you can put it on your phone. You can put it on your computer. Uh, anywhere you're at, you can uh, listen in. And, again, today, USPKS, listen to that. And then we'll have this this playing on Tuesday. So, a uh, lot and then a lot more uh, as we continue up. Probably get to into some uh, past Super Nats again. Yeah. We're, we're going to be getting into uh, Super Nats uh, previews and stuff like that. So we'll be playing some of that old uh, old Super Nats. The rewind. I like that. Yeah, pulling out some of the old Super Nationals coverage that uh, that we had in. You know, how, how What is the o- oldest one that we have? Do you remember what it was? <sighs> yeah, I can. Let me go back here. I just got to. I got to. Hold on. You oh, go back I'm and almost, I'll talk about. You go back and you look at I'm that. I'm almost there. So 2009? <laughs> no, no. 2010. That's the the uh we have yeah, so we have um no, maybe I don't have it. Yeah, we do. 2010. We have all the main events from 2010. Awesome. No. See, I can't remember. You keep talking. <laughs> Super Nationals uh, is what's coming up for us, folks. Our final EK and Trackside Live event presented by Cooper Tires of the Season, December 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th, Wednesday to Sunday, Super Sunday, uh, at the Rio All Suite Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. Looking forward to that. Uh, again, uh, Super Nationals number 24. It's been a privilege to have attended and been on the mic for all of them, and I'm looking forward again to getting back at it again. Super Sunday, my favorite day of the year. Obviously, we'll see the track design come out in a bit. Uh, you know, David now line things up for the Outlap podcast. We're still – we haven't even sat down really to figure out all the stuff we're going to do uh, from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center, but we will, uh, again, step it up a little level. We'll have our daily debriefs, I expect. We did mention that, David, they're probably not going to be outside. Well, well we, no, we have to find out whether or not we can do it inside because of COVID. Right. It might, it might have to be in our hotel room, not at the bar like we've done before. Uh, but outside is going to be a little chilly uh, when the sun goes down at 4 o'clock every day. So it's going to be a cool one the first week of December for sure. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be based around the weather forecast. It'll be based <laughs> around the COVID protocols. Again, we don't know, uh, you know what exactly it'll be. Uh, when we do get to Vegas. So a lot of different things. I mean, we could, we could, you know, we could just book one of the big suites and, and have a big party every night. You know, have people <laughs> wow. in there. All right, then. I like well, that. it'll be a BYOB, you know. I, I hear you saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, that wraps up this edition of This Week in Carding. Lots more to come, as we said, here on the EKN Radio Network. We do appreciate you tuning in. Again, always follow so- our social media. That's probably the most active we'll get throughout the uh, any day throughout the week. David's always posting to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We like to get all our information out there and, and, and feed it to you. Visit ecardinews.com, the homepage, every day. Make sure that you're up to speed on what's going on in the sport. And when you do go to the website, you'll see our EKN Nation email list pop up. Join to the email list. You'll get that in your inbox once a week just to find out what's going on. Maybe even more than month, once a week. I'm going to start doing a lot more of that because a lot of great feedback from people on the emails that we've been sending uh, to show them kind of what's going on on the website. So we do appreciate it. Uh, we'll cap this one off, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.